The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. City Council earlier this week approved an agreement that would allow VCU Health to demolish the public safety building in downtown Richmond. The health system earlier this month backed out of a deal that would have made it a tenant of a now scuttled development that included the same site. It paid $73 million to exit the deal. The city since reclaimed the property along North 10th Street. According to the legislation, VCU Health has 90 days to contract with a company to demolish the building. The health system plans to build a multi-million dollar dentistry school on the site. Six Richmond organizations are receiving grants to fight inequities in health. Mayor LeVar Stoney made the announcement Tuesday. VPM News' Jad Khalil reports from City Hall. A couple of years ago, Richmond took $5 million in federal COVID relief and put it in a fund to fight health inequities. Stoney described how those inequities play out in Richmond. That hard truth is that our medical system has often overlooked underserved and black and brown communities, the marginalized. So far, the fund has granted $562,000 to nine organizations. Stoney and City Council President Mike Jones announced 644000 more for another six organizations. The last thing we should have is an equitable access to healthy living. The money is administered by the Richmond and Henrico Health Districts. It's focusing on things like substance abuse, sexual health, food access, and the continuing concern of COVID-19. Richmond needs to spend the rest of the money, just under $4 million, by 2026. A spokesperson for the health district said they'll work with city council to transparently spend it by the deadline. Jad Khalil, VPM News. The Virginia Alcoholic Beverage Control Authority addressed its losses through embezzlement in a press release earlier this month, but some are suspicious of the authority's claims. ABC officials have been unclear about whether inventory loss mostly stems from its retail stores or its distribution centers. An internal document suggests ABC underreported its warehouse losses last year, according to the Virginia Mercury. ABC claimed there was about $1.5 million of missing inventory in 2022, but an internal report suggests the authority experienced $2.2 million in losses. Virginia Democratic Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner announced Monday that $38 million in federal infrastructure grants will flow to the state, helping to bolster pedestrian and bike safety. As Ian Stewart with VPM News reports, Harrisonburg and Chesterfield County will receive a portion of the funds. With more than $14 million in grants, Harrisonburg will convert one lane of U.S. Highway 11 into a two-way separated bike lane. A shared path will also be built along Main Street. Chesterfield residents will see $3.6 million go toward alleviating congestion at the interchange of Hopkins Road and Chippenham Parkway. That area will also see the construction of safer crossings for pedestrians. Other bike, pedestrian, and transit improvements for the community are also planned. In a press release, the senator said sound infrastructure is, quote, critical to helping Virginians get where they need to go. The grants are part of the bipartisan infrastructure law. Ian Stewart, VPM News.
After two months and multiple amendments, Richmond's proposed ban on wild and exotic animals was again delayed earlier this week. The deferral gives counselors and stakeholders time to review changes to the legislation. Here's City Clerk Candace Reed. That motion has been approved and that paper will be before you again as amended again on July 24th. The city hoped to set standards on what's an acceptable urban pet, making it tougher to own non-human primates, for instance. But the proposal drew criticism from the state wildlife department and pet owner advocates because city officials didn't seek outside input. Falconers and other pet owners were unsure if their animals, particularly those caught in the wild, would be allowed under the ordinance. The amended proposal eases some of the falconers' concerns, but still includes a limited list of acceptable pets, which other advocates say unnecessarily limits which animals people can care for. The Virginia Museum of History and Culture is merging with the John Marshall Center for Constitutional History and Civics next week. The two institutions are working together to create a brand new educational civics center. The organizations will focus on increasing public knowledge of the country's governmental processes. The John Marshall Center has been renting space at the museum along Arthur Ashe Boulevard since 2020. The first exhibition and official opening of the combined institution is set for July 4th. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. I'm Speech Thomas from the hip-hop crew Arrested Development. On the new VPM podcast, Track Change, I take you behind the walls of Richmond City Jail, where I help four men record an album and hear how they're trying to break free from a cycle of addiction and incarceration. Been so long since I've been free. Subscribe to Track Change in your podcast app.